Let's do one in the middle. Good morning. All right, we'll go with that. Well, we can't sing, let us rise without us rising. Would you stand up? I want to hear you this morning. Here we go. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Let's do that one more time with the glory. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Let it rise. Let the song, let the songs of the Lord rise among us. Let the songs of the Lord rise among us. Let the joy of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Let the song. Let the songs of the Lord rise among us. Let the songs of the Lord rise among us let the joy of the king rise among us let it rise oh 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 let it rise how about these good looking guys up here give them a big hand They were walking down the street, and I said, hey, y'all play music? And they said, sure. That's how we ended up here. It's good to be back home. Love this place, Broadway. And uh, y'all mind if we do something just a little crazy? They said this was, this was a service we could just let our hair down, and some of us still have some. I wasn't pointing that out to anybody in particular. <laughs> All right. What's the, what's the power of the gospel? Power is in the blood that's right so we're going to do that right now and we're going to get and, and if you feel like clapping please clap along feel like singing you must sing if you feel like dancing don't this is a baptist church so here we go can you clap come on daniel would you be free from your burden of sin there's power in the blood, there's power in the blood. Would you worry, feel a victory win? 
There's a wonderful power in the blood. Come on. There is a power, power. There is a wonder working fine in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power. There is a wonder working fine in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood, there's power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's time. There's a wonderful power in the blood. Come on now. There is power, power. There is a wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power. There's wonder working in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be wider? Would you be wider, much wider than snow? There's power in the blood, there's power in the blood, and the stains are lost in that life-giving flow. There's wonderful power in the blood, there is power, power, there is a wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, there is wonder working power in the precious blood of the last verse would you do service for jesus your king there's power in the blood power in the blood would you live daily his praises to sing there's wonderful power in that blood come on there is power, power. there is wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb, there is power, power, there is wonder working by in the precious blood of the Lamb. Tag it. In the precious blood of the Lamb. All right. <laughs> Dude, are they supposed to stand up or sit down, preacher? Okay, I just don't want to offend anybody here. So that's good. <laughs> All right, this is another uh, great song that was written by Chris Tomlin. And it just sings praises to the Father because how great is he? Do you ever look around you? Do you ever see a tree? I mean, do you ever see a child and just marvel at the sun in the sky? He's great. You know, we don't, we don't sing his praises enough, in my opinion. But let's do that on this song. How great is our God. This song is uh, all the way back from 2004. I, I'm just kind of doing oldies, I guess, because I'm an oldie myself.
the splendor of the King, clothed in majesty, let all the earth rejoice, all the earth rejoice, he wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide. Trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. Sing it out. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. Oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. Age to age we stay. Time is in his hand. Beginning and the end. Beginning and the end. The Godhead three in one. Sounding good. Lion and the Lamb, Lion and the Lamb. How great is our God? Come on. How great is our God? Sing with me. How great is our God? All will see how great, how great is our God. that one more time. Name above all names. He's the name above all names. Worthy of all praise. My heart will sing how great is our God. Do that chorus. How great is our God. How great is our God. Great. I do that chorus one more time. Raise the roof. How great is our God. Sing with me how great our God, oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. Wow, y'all sound great today. Who said thank you? <laughs> we have manners here at Broadway, don't we? <laughs> All right, we're going to do one more, but, and uh, 
want y'all to praise the Father with this on us. Yeah. Like the ushers to come forward. Is that right? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm the fifth string quarterback here. <laughs> you chose the wrong guy. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a little quick story. The first time they let me uh, get up in front of people at a church, uh, I was leading music in the youth, uh, for the youth Sunday, and I didn't know what to do, and then there was time for the next hymn, and I looked at the piano player, and I said, hit it. <laughs> I guess that's not good church lingo, but anyway, it really happened. <laughs> yeah, who would like to lead us? You look like a good-looking young man. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning and your wonderful gifts to us. Uh, Lord, as we give to you, Lord, we know that it is all yours, uh, all of creation you own, Lord. So uh, may we be faithful with what you've given to us, and uh, may it be used for your glory and for your kingdom so that people will come to know you and to worship you. God, we give you praise, and it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Father, then sings my soul, 
my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sing my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Bring it down, boys. When Christ shall come, with shout of acclamation, and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. And I shall bow in humble adoration and they proclaim, My God, how great thou art. Come on, sing it out. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. Sounds beautiful. How great thou art, how great thou art, and sings my soul, my Savior God to me, how great thou art, how great thou art. Right now, I'm in the South Pacific on the island of Tarara. These islands, uh, since World War II, have basically been forgotten. And the people were left with just the destruction and the devastation, and there's very little hope. Uh, these islands are full of children, and we're here. Operation Christmas Child has brought tens of thousands of shoebox gifts. And even though it's August, uh, it's Christmas for these children. Just behind us, you can hear an Operation Christmas Child shoebox distribution going on right now. And you hear the kids will be singing. There's teaching going on about to go into the gospel presentation. But this is one of many uh, shoebox distributions we've been doing on the nation of Kiribati. Operation Christmas Child is very exciting to the, to the children of Kiribati. These shoeboxes really mean something to them. The children are so happy. It is part of a new initiative with Operation Christmas Child to reach all the children on each of the islands in the Pacific. Kiribati is very spread out. We've actually hired a ship that will cruise for a few weeks with some of our ministry teams to go and share the gospel, do outreach events on those islands. Even after OCC leaves, the churches here still have the materials, they've been equipped, they've been trained, and they continue to go out and make fishers of men. To collect all of the 
Tarawa. If you look on a map, it is way out in the Pacific. It is a remote location, and that's why we're here. And if we're not here, who's going to come? And that's what I love about Operation Christmas Child. It knows no borders and knows no boundaries. It's all about sharing the name of Jesus Christ. God gave a gift, and He gave His Son Jesus. Every box, when it's given out in Jesus' name, and it's got prayer behind it, I believe God will use that and bless it and multiply it many, many times over. So thank you. Thank you for giving. Thank you for your prayers. This is Operation Christmas Child. We have boxes. They're the ones back there in the Welcome Center. Also, if you go out down here at the Fellowship Hall, you, um, you want to pick those up. Now, we have 200 plastic shoe boxes we're giving away. We don't have that many left, so hopefully we can give them all out today. They're due back on November 17th. You say, well, what do I put inside them? You're going to open them up, and there's a list of what you put inside of it. If the list isn't there, they're out there on the table as well. It just gives you some suggestions of what you put in. You bring them back here, and they all end up in Boone, North Carolina, where Franklin Graham's based at, and, um, and then they are shipped all over, as you saw from the video, all over the world. So that's an exciting mission and ministry that our church is able to partner with. We're so glad you're here this morning. Thank, thank you, Scott. That was, that was outstanding. I uh, just found him off the street and just came in and said, so <laughs> I was worried there. I, I was worried we weren't going to have a, an offering there a little bit. We were just going to keep on rolling, so we wouldn't, wouldn't be able to pay him. So that, <laughs> so anyway, um, if you have your Bibles, open up to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 10, then we're going to look at a little bit Genesis chapter 11. Now, while you're turning in there, you want to pull out your bulletin. You should have a bulletin insert. You want to pull out your bulletin insert and you want to follow along. Today, you've come to church on a good Sunday. Any Sunday is a good Sunday. It's the Lord's Day, but today's special because this begins a four-week sermon series on something called Babylon. Now, I'm going to give you a background of what I'm talking about. Babylon, if here in Genesis, we're going to see that it is first mentioned. And then next Sunday, I'm going to be preaching out of Daniel chapter 1. I believe Zach's doing a sermon series on Wednesday night out of the book of Daniel, so I'm going to use all his notes and get his information, and then I'm going to share it next week. And then in the last two weeks, of, um, of our four weeks, I'll be in t uh, three and four weeks from now, what we're going to be looking at is the book of Revelation. Now, in the book of Revelation, this ties in because we're going through the book of Revelation on Wednesday night for our Wednesday night Bible study. And at the very end of the book of Revelation, it starts talking about this woman, and it says her name is Babylon the Great. So you wonder, well, what, what are they talking about here? Babylon the Great. Because I want to show you, I have a little map here of where Babylon is, because we see this, this city and even this whole general area all the way through from the book of Genesis to the middle of the Bible, all the way to the end of the Bible. Um, if you and I decided we wanted to go to Baghdad, we could fly into Baghdad if that's possible, then hop in on, I guess, a truck somewhere, and we would drive, Baghdad's around here, we drive 55 miles south, and there's actually some ruins of a city called Babylon. It's a old city. This is the cradle of civilization. This is a rock. That's where this map is at. And if you remember uh, in the next chapter in Genesis chapter 12, Ur of the Chaldeans, that's where Abraham and his family, his dad lived. And God called Abraham 
to be the father of a great nation of Israel. You know, he, he, traveled, he traveled all the way from Ur to up there and then down here. to, um, to and They were just following the Euphrates River is what they were doing to Israel. But anyway, this city called Babylon, this is now just a big pile of ruins. Actually, in the late 1980s and early 1990s, a man named Saddam Hussein actually built a palace over where the ruins are for ba- Babylon. It's since been destroyed by the United States in the Iraq Persian Gulf War. But what's interesting also about Babylon is when you read about Babylon in the Bible, and especially when we get to it in the book of Revelation, what it's about is it's not necessarily a city. I want you to follow me on because this is where we're going to end up. I'm going to tell you the next four weeks where we're going to land. Babylon, when you get to the book of Revelation, it's a culture in the air. For example, if you look here on your, your handout, it says here, I'm at the bottom now, Babylon is the name given to the city of the beast. Well, who's the beast? We know in the book of Revelation, there's going to be an antichrist who's going to rise up. And the situation is going to be perfect for him to influence our world. And then the second sentence that says down there at the bottom, Babylon in Revelation is known for its sexual immorality. Babylon serves the beast. The citizens of Babylon take the mark. You'll receive a mark on your hand. Mark on your forehead. Now, you won't be able to see the mark. Only, uh, you know, maybe like scanners or machines will see it. But the mark means you serve the beast. And then if you go on, as you'll see later on, when this, this woman appears in the book of Revelation, she doesn't have a name until Revelation 17.5. It reveals her name, and her name is Babylon the Great. And what it is, is she helps push people towards the beast. So I want you to follow what I'm saying. Babylon is just a secular, anti-God culture. For example, this is Babylon. You wake up, you walk down the streets of Lexington. There's bars everywhere. There's just immorality going on. The language people are using, the music they're listening to. You're scrolling along on your phone and it's just garbage on social media. Then all of a sudden you, you, you come about and uh, you see folks uh, involved in immoral activity or you hear about it going on. You see crime all around you. You see and you know of folks cheating on their spouses at work. They're stealing from their employer. The children are looking at pornography at home. And it's just this culture all around you. And you think, where's God? Where is the Lord? That's Babylon. It's an immoral culture. And then you're told the solution is, you know, we need to elect the right people for government. And people get fired up and passionate about politics. Because if only we could pass the right policies things would get better. And voting's good and it's important, but voting's not going to solve the root problem of our, of our nation, of our human heart. 
It's the Lord. Babylon, the Babylonian culture, this, this identity we see here in Revelation. Folks, it's just, you're living your life going day after day, entertainment, sports, movies. And the Lord's not in any of it. You don't even think about them. You are living your day. You go to school and you don't hear anything about the Lord. It's a secular culture. It's all around you. It's here in Lexington. And you don't even realize it, but you're walking down, you're raising a family, and you don't even realize the road you're going down. That is Babylon. And I'm about to show it to you all in the Scriptures. And you don't even realize it. You're there. You know, I read that quote there out of the little handout. It talks about Babylon. When we get to our book of Revelation, it's just known for its sexual immorality. You know, Sherry Osmond and I, we're big Chick-fil-A fans, as you know. And uh, we were there, or out, well, we were actually there two days ago, but I was reading about they finally opened up the first Chick-fil-A three weeks ago, or two weeks ago now, in England. And I know you all had to see this on the news. But th this is Babylon culture. Across the pond over in England. Well, they're having to close it now in six months. Because so many protesters in that nation were protesting. See, I, 